wives and nine to fives, but we are married to the games, y'all. What's going on? Happy Halloween. Uh, it's Freaky Freaky Wednesday, I guess. Uh, Gabe Patillo here with Timothy Hall and Tim Router. Of course, Tim Router's back with us finally after vacation. Good to have you back, homie. Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Dude, I love I it. Missed you guys so much, man. <laughs> I bet, I bet you weren't missing us too much. It sounds like you were having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can go into a story that, that is a lot of fun. It involves a cruise ship and a hurricane Sandy. And we can get exactly. To that. I, I get would to say that. take it away because I was gonna. You know, I'm gonna ask you how your weekend is anyway. You need to fill us in. <laughs> All right, I don't want to go take, ahead, Router. Go. I ahead. don't want to take up too much time because it's 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 an epic one. Um, <laughs> so if most of you probably know i was gone all last week uh my family we went down to disney world in orlando florida my mom and dad have been planning this trip uh it's with my brother and uh and his wife and their three kids so i've got two nieces and a nephew uh we brought piper down and my my parents have been planning this for probably about a year so the idea was we're gonna go to disney world and play in the parks for like the first half of the week, and then we're going on a three-day Disney cruise on one of their new ships called the Dream. Nice. I mean, this thing is massive, by the way. It's huge. And they have a sister ship called the Fantasy, I believe. So my mom and dad have been planning this for about a year, and it's for my mom's 70th birthday and their 45th anniversary. So this was a oh, big wow. – Yeah, this was a big deal. So it was really cool. Lauren and I haven't been to Disney World in probably like 10 years. So, um, so we go down there and like the first part of the week, we, we got down there on Sunday and Sunday through Wednesday, we were playing in the park. So we did Epcot, we did Magic Kingdom, we did, um, Animal Kingdom, we did all those stuff. And Piper had a ball. Yeah. Uh, she was just looking around. It was just so much fun to see her and just her expressions. We went on Dumbo. We, you know, we did Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh, all that fun stuff. She Those got, are great for kids. Oh yeah, her size. They're amazing. We did the same thing with Amara a couple of weeks ago, and it was it was perfect. Yeah, and <laughs> so she got her own Mickey ears with her name on it and all that fun stuff. Of I, course, and of course, they, they did. It's pretty cool. During this time of year, they do the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, and mm-hmm. they they basically close off the park to anybody who doesn't have a wristband. You have to pay extra money for the ticket, but they keep the parks open until midnight. Oh wow! So we were at the magic. We we're at, at the Magic Kingdom, killing it. My my nephew and I, we did Space Mountain four times. He did it six times, <laughs> and we did like Big Thunder Mountain twice. I mean, we we were we were killing it. It was great. Is he about ready to puke after that? No, actually, I, I'm I'm pretty good when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's Man, the, Space Mountain just jerks you around so much. Oh yeah, and and you're in the complete dark, so it yeah. doesn't help either. But the teacups, like I can't do teacup stuff. That that <laughs> stuff will make me dizzy. Forget it, man. I'm, that is hilarious. Yeah, I'm done with that. But everything else I can do just fine. All right. So <laughs> so enter Thursday. They bus us over to the cruise, and during this time we're hearing about a tropical storm, Sandy, and we're like, oh great, you know what's going to happen? Hopefully it'll clear out ahead of time. We had gorgeous weather the first half of the week. I mean, not a cloud in the sky, sun, and all that stuff. <laughs> we get to Port uh, Canaveral. And it's like dark clouds and like it looks, oh, it's like misty good. and it's, it's re- the wind's picking up and we're like, oh, great. And we're still tracking it and it's still a tropical storm and it's going to be kind of near where we are, but maybe by the time we get out there, it'll pass. So <laughs> we, we leave and it's like blowing, the wind is blowing and then it starts to get a little rocky. And so we're all fine and good. So then, as we all know, it turns into a full on hurricane. So we were right. supposed this to. This is starting to sound like Gilligan's Island. It, like, oh, the more seriously, and more you like, have to talk about three it. hour tour coming. Right <laughs> now. Absolutely, I was just about to say. <laughs> absolutely. So the funny thing was, we um, so we we knew we were going to have a day at sea, and then the original plan was that we were going to go to Nassau and um and play at Atlantis and do that kind of stuff. And that's we stay there one day, and then we spend two days at their private island, which is Castaway Key, which is near Nassau, about. Uh, it's north of Nassau. Right. So later on that day, I mean, the boat's starting to rock, and I'm already on bonding, thank God, um, because <laughs> I, I I can get motion sick with that kind of stuff, and I think everybody sure. else in the family does the same thing. So you know, it's rocking. It's not it's not terrible. We go to dinner, we do all this stuff. So the captain's like, you know, we're going to have to spend a day out at sea, 
and he's he changed course because Sandy was really starting to pick up speed and pick up a lot of power. And I think at that time, once once we got out, of course, once we got out to see, it turned into a hurricane, a Category One hurricane. <laughs> so of it's course. like, oh, of course. So um, the cool thing is, is in our rooms, the rooms were beautiful. Like this ship is amazing. They have like three or four theaters. There's just, I mean, it's huge. But um, because of the winds and the the rain and stuff, they had to close the upper deck. So we couldn't even like go up to the upper deck or anything. Oh, wow. They have something called the aqueduct, which is like a tubular ride that you can go, you can go on. It's like a, a water flume ride kind of a thing, you know, and it ties into the swimming pool. It actually goes out from the ship and back in. I mean, the thing looks no, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, it's scary. Well, they had that closed too, just because of, uh, because of the winds. So uh. in our rooms on the TV, they have, um, you can go to a channel that, that has all the bridge information. So you, you see your course and where we're going. And I look and the winds are like 45 miles an hour right now with gusts <laughs> of like 55. Oh man. But we were, we were checking what the captain was doing and it looks like what he was going to do is hug the coast of Florida, go down to Miami and cut across into the Gulf. And so we're thinking, okay, well, we're definitely not going to port anywhere and we're certainly not going to Nassau or Castaway Key. So we're probably going to hang out in, sunny weather, calm seas in the Gulf. I'm fine with that. There's a lot to do on the ship. Exactly. So, you know, we, we go to bed that night or the next morning we wake up and I, I look on the channel and we're heading toward Nassau. He basically oh, went good. down, down toward Miami. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go back and head into the storm. The captain's like, Hey, if we hit something, I could just jump off first. That's what <laughs> captains are doing nowadays. <laughs> exactly. You're supposed to go down with the ship, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, that's not stay. what happened last time. Oh so no. We, yeah, that's all right. So it was crazy. So we're like, so what is he doing? I mean, I guess, I guess the storm has kind of passed Nassau and we're, we're just going to head in. So it's starting to pick up even more. I'm seeing 55 mile an hour winds and that kind of stuff. And we're bobbing a little bit more. Well, that next day, Lauren and I got a couple's massage. They have a great spa there and we go into our room and the, there's a window there and there's just choppy seas right in front of you. So oh, the, yeah, good. the masseuse was like, I'm going to go ahead and put the shades down so you don't see any of this. <laughs> <laughs> you and didn't we, see anything. Yeah. Smart, we were like, smart. good call. Well, it turns out he was, we were basically sitting. We weren't really going toward Nassau because I guess we were waiting for the storm to pass. So we were kind of almost anchored there, just bobbing up and down. And this is a big ship, and it's it's bobbing. Like, you can definitely feel it. Mm. So, we're, you know, we get our massage. We're like, oh, whatever. It'll be great. Um, you know, we keep doing our thing. We went and uh, – they had actually had first-run movies too. So we saw, like, Frank and Weenie. They had the Avengers. They had all this other stuff. So, it was, I mean, there's things to do on the ship, which is great. So then the next day comes around – and it's it's just getting worse. It's like seventy five. We clocked it at oh seventy five mile an hour winds. It turns oh, out that the captain went twenty about twenty nautical miles away from Nassau, and then realized or, or got word that Nassau got nailed. I mean, they got nailed by this storm. Oh, really? And Castaway Key got nailed, and the captain. The captain said, it looks like they're going to, we have extensive damage at Castaway Key too. And we're like, oh, oh great. Geez. So we're sitting right by it. That's, that's wonderful. Right. So we, we didn't get to port. So he basically, he goes toward Nassau and then turn, comes back around. We spend another day at sea. Long story short, we were basically on the boat the whole time. We never ported anywhere. So no, we were, you never ported not once. Never ported <laughs> not once. On a three day cruise, we spent the whole time on the boat. But the killer part is when we, we come back. So the last night we're heading back to Port Canaveral and uh, Disney has these great, they do these great shows. I mean, they had a full on theater production, Broadway style every night they did a show. So we would eat dinner and then go see the show. The last night, the boat, we start feeling the boat pitching big time, like up and down and all around. Oh my gosh. So we go into the Broadway show and it's, they're still doing it. And, um, the the cruise director comes out and said, "Hey, let's you know let's hear it for everybody." And by this time, a lot of people are pissed. They're like, "You know, we we wanted to go to Nassau. We want to do this. We want to do that." So the cruise director's uh-huh, like, "No refunds." I know. So the cruise director's uh, like, let's- I, can't, "I can't do Mickey Mouse. I'm sorry. It's quite <laughs> it's <okay>. all right. <laughs> it's quite all right." Oh boy, <laughs> there it is. Nice, <laughs> nice, dude. I'm impressed. That's really good. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> so the cruise director is like, let's hear it for our captain who's, you know, steering us to safety. And like half the crowd boos. 
And we were no. like, oh, this wow. is not good. <clears throat> what so, do they want to happen? I know, right? So we, um, so we're watching the, the, the last, um, production, the last show, and it's getting progressively worse during the show. And I, I'm, I, I tip my hat to everybody who performed because like it was pitching bad. The theater was creaking. You could hear it. And oh you could gosh. you could feel like when waves hit the hull, it kind of vibrates throughout the hull, and you can hear that too. And so these people are just you know put a smile on and keeping it together. I mean you see them bobbing up; they're, they're kind of moving around up and down on the stage. But man, they <laughs> they put on a full on show. So I tip my hat to them. Wow, that's insane. So after that, now it's really pitching. We have to pack up all of our stuff. So we're up in our room. Our door starts sliding back and forth, and oh. my poor brother like was laid out like. Uh, again, thank God for bonding because I, you know, I just took that every day and I was fine. Lauren had like some patches or something on her, uh, her wrists and she was fine. And my poor brother, he had a patch, but he was like, I can't, it I can't work for old Dan, huh? No. So he, he was laid out on the bed and we had uh, like an estate room and we had like a suite and they were connected through the door. So all the kids, we were all kind of having a good time with it and, and, and then all of a sudden my poor niece is like, I don't feel so good. And so she uh, throws it up and then she gets laid out. So my poor brother and one of my nieces is they're they're laid out. We're trying to pack and we're seriously moving. Now it's like getting really, really, really rocky. And like a lamp almost hits my dad in the head because we, we were sitting on the couch. I mean, it's <laughs> it's pitching that much. So that night, like we fall asleep, you know, and we we brought Piper's little pack and play. And we ended up putting Piper in our bed because I was afraid she's going to roll and hit her head. It was that bad. And I ended oh up my gosh. like, so I, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep. I mean, I slept some, but I ended, I was like counting how long it took to list until we moved back in the right direction. It was like five, six se- seconds long. So it really? must've been like 30 foot seas or something like that. And this is a big ship and we're just being tossed around. Dude, so that is insane. So, I'm so, so sorry, man. So long story short, they basically offered everybody 25% discount on your next cruise. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. <laughs> if this is, yeah, if this is your first cruise, they're going to be like, hell no, there's no way I'm doing this again. <laughs> exactly so, right. I, you know, I kind of felt bad for my parents. We, we still had a great time because there was lots to do in the ship. They had an arcade, thank God. So me and my nephew were hitting Galaga like crazy. So that was there awesome. There you go. See, so you found out what was important. Exactly. You found what was important. Exactly. Right That's so, the most expensive game of Galaga ever. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I felt, I felt so bad for my parents, but, um, because they, you know, they, they had been planning this for a year and a half and, and we were yeah. all, you know, we all had a good time, but they, but my parents came back and they actually wrote a certified letter to the president of the Disney cruise. And they, they want some of their money back. They don't want it on a sure. future, on a future cruise. And my parents are deep. No. My parents are Disney Vacation Club members too, so like they go there every year. So I'm hoping that they'll they'll do us right. But I mean, other than that, man, I'd recommended. Other than the impending doom, I recommended Disney Cruise any day of the week. <laughs> hey, hey, I know we're laughing and having a good time about it, but we got to give a big shout out to all those people that are being affected by Sandy, man, because she is tearing up. Absolutely, some stuff I heard. Yeah. So I mean, our prayer, our prayers go out to everybody who's lost electricity, who's. Absolutely. Houses are getting jacked up and everything because I know it's crazy out there for some people. And my in-laws are up there. My brother-in-law is on the fire department. He had a couple calls he had to go to. Uh, one of them, uh, his poor family, a tree just fell smack in the middle of their house and from roof oh, to ba- and gosh. just basically cut it from roof to basement. And it was like, so yeah, my, my thoughts and prayers. We got a lot of friends and family up there. And so far, everybody's doing all right. But man, New York is a disaster right now. So definitely. That's insane. Definitely praying for like our North, northern brothers and sisters. Yes, exactly. Northeast, so. you're in our prayers for sure. Yeah, exactly. So that was my week. How was yours? <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you're home safe at least. That's good. Yeah, dude, let me tell you something. There's times I still feel like I should be listing. Oh, yeah. Like I came back on – when I came back, we, we came back on Sunday, and on Monday, I was still feeling like a little dizzy, like lightheaded. It was weird. And even like last night, I couldn't sleep. I got up at 1 o'clock in the morning – and I was like, man, I can't sleep because I, I, you still feel it after a day or two. It's, it's the weirdest no, feeling in the world. That's for sure. But that's for sure. It was all good, man. I totally missed you guys. I, uh, the one, the one saving grace was I was able to listen to episode six, and I absolutely loved it, man. We, we, we definitely got to have Bradley C back on. Big shouts yes, to him. Do. He yeah. is, 
he is amazing. And I was, I was just enthralled with what he was talking about. And I, I love the fact that we've got a guy who's truly married to the games and can fix these things. And, you know, he's just the penultimate gamer and which is so cool. So that was a great episode. You guys killed it. He's ridiculous. We were definitely happy to have him on and have him share his wisdom. <clears throat> Timothy Hall, yes. how was your weekend? Well, um, I had another free rental from Redbox, so I went and got go. dishonored again. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, my, you said you've been loving that. Yeah, well, my quest to kill everybody continues, so. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I, no man left standing. That's pretty much it. I mean, I booted up the game again, and I'm like, all right, I'm really going to try to do some of this stealth stuff. So if you get past some guys, problem is, is that if you then screw it up by encountering one guy, those other guys will find you. Right. So it's kind of like, you know what? I should probably just kill all these guys because I don't want them coming in on me anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, yeah, everybody dies. Do you like it, though? Is it a great game? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty good game. Like, it it feels, the controls feel really tight, so it's really fun to play in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um. You've got the, uh, like, quick select for all your different powers and stuff, which is pretty neat. Um, I can't say that I use too many of them, but it's kind of cool to be able to switch real quick if you want to use something. Right. Like, if you want to switch from, like, your teleport to your uh, your force power. Like, they, they have this literal, you know how in Star Wars where they just do, like, the force push thing? Right. This That's in this game. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so like I'll switch from like teleport to force push, so I'll just keep teleporting and then I'll encounter somebody and I'll just push them and then keep going, so it's kind of cool. It looks amazing. So yeah, it, like is it is it one of those things where you, you think you'll end up buying just so you can beat it or you think you're just going to No, I'll probably just keep free renting it so I can never pay for it, I guess. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean to come it, down. The it's, price it's is starting a, to come down on Amazon. It's like it's it's slowly but surely. I was checking it out. Slowly but surely coming down in price, but it, they're still gonna. It will. It's a it's a single player game. Yeah. You know, it's like there's no rush. It it will be. It'll be twenty bucks by I give it February. It'll be twenty bucks. Really? Yeah. No, nah, maybe no, nah, maybe March. I don't know. Either way, single player games don't hold their value. Look at Mass Effect Three. It came out in March. And uh, I got that last month for ten dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, for sure. You know, it is what it is. Uh, even though Mass Effect Three has multiplayer, it's like that's not why you're playing Mass Effect Three. It's just kind of thrown on there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's on there, but I mean, it's it's competent multiplayer. But you know. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that every time Redbox sends me a free rental, I'll just go get that because they haven't really had anything good at Redbox lately. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you want Resident Evil 6, so. <laughs> uh, and that's your favorite game of all time. Uh, exactly. exactly. You know, I, I had to pick Dishonored over it, so. <laughs> just this, just this once. Nice. Yeah. Um, they, uh, yeah, well, Redbox is about to be flooded. I mean, this, we've been talking about it. This fall is about to get crazy with some of these games. I mean, there's going to be so many good games coming out. Router, do you have a, do you have a list of what came out today? Yes, of course wasn't I it, do. It, it was like it was like bonkers. Yeah, what so so much came out today. By the way, did you guys get Assassin's Creed? Did you guys go get it? Hey, can you hear this? That's my Assassin's Creed three box, baby. I picked it up today. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yes, nice, That's absolutely. Awesome. I got that in a heartbeat. Me and Piper went over to Best Buy and I, mm-hmm. I purchased it there. And thanks to Tim Hall's great suggestion, I went ahead and joined the Gamers Club. There you um, go. Because man, just what what they're what it's looking like they're going to start offering is really going to start competing with GameStop. So I'm kind of excited because I think those two are going to start going at it. And, you know, we're going to, we as a consumer are going to be the ones that they get to benefit from it. So they now have, um, Tim, I don't know if you, you can opt for this, but they asked me to do either uh, a male, the, the male version of it, of the uh, newsletter that they do. Or the female version. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I walked into that one. Uh, yeah. Either paper, I'm sorry, either paper or digital. So I opted for digital. That way, it just gets emailed to me, and it's probably like a PDF. And then you know, any man, you know, it's funny. I, I opted for the magazine. Yeah, I opted for the magazine too. I, I was, was like, a, just to keep it old school. I felt like, man, let me get a magazine yep, yep. in the mail. And Gabe, did you get Nintendo like Power in the day? 
Man, I'm trying to remember if I got. I had to have. That's what I I'm saying. I like, I, I've I don't always, know if I was, I've always been just like a buy mail guy with that stuff. So yeah, like, exactly. I, I know that. I get it a little bit later, but I, I like getting stuff in the mail. That's not a bill. You guys want to kill some trees? That's totally fine. You know, I'm just trying to <laughs> to save Mother Earth here, people. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> one uh, one email subscription at a time. <laughs> Uh, dude, hey, Gabe, I- I'm sorry. We totally didn't even ask how your weekend was. Oh, it was fine. <laughs> oh, that's great. There you go. Well yeah, it, was the, it, was the, it was the last weekend of uh, the Eye On It tour with uh, Toby Mag, Jamie Grace, and uh, Chris August. And it was a good time. So we're just we're gearing up for the next one. We're actually going to Disneyland on Saturday. And we get to do something kind of cool. Um ABC, I guess every year on Christmas shows the Disney parade. Like, I guess there's a Disney parade that gets shown on Christmas day. Oh yeah. And so they actually asked us to be a part of that. So we're going to go shoot our part of it early, uh, this coming weekend. So we're going to be part of the, the Disney parade on Christmas, which is kind of cool for us. That's pretty cool. Uh, That's awesome. I'll definitely have to look for you. I, um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but back in my senior year, in college fall semester, I actually did the Disney college program. So I, I was, knew th- I knew that I was down in, in Disney world. I was a boat captain in Epcot. So I was transporting people left and right and driving a boat on a boat. And <laughs> uh, it I'm was going fast. <laughs> exactly. But man, awesome. so you should have went up to the hall of the cruise line and just been like, yeah, I got this. The captains had like 45 years experience, like was in the, the Dutch uh, Navy. But no, nah, you know what, dude? I drove the boats in Epcot. I got this. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I drove the boats for Disney, too. It's not that different. Yeah. So and uh, my point was that they did they did the same thing, like right, right around after Halloween, they went ahead. They pre-recorded the, the Christmas uh, parade. And I think like Kelly Ripa and somebody else was there too, but that's cool. They're doing it in Disneyland and that's really cool that you guys are going to be featured. So we'll have to watch that. Yeah, man. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get to meet some cool people. Cause you know, it's not just going to be us. Hopefully there's some all kind of people around there. I'm be Heck yeah. taking, taking photos, looking like a creeper all around the corner. <laughs> like, click, click. Oh yeah. Click, click. I'm not in any of them, but they're all like blurry of celebrities. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, so that's that's what we got going. So when uh, so I, this next tour kicks in this weekend? Well, this weekend we'll do Disneyland. We'll come home for a couple of days, and then the next weekend we start Winter Jam out oh, on the yes. West Coast. Oh, yes. So we're about to get hot and heavy. Yeah, no rest for the weary, man. Exactly <laughs> freaking right. Did you play anything this weekend? Man, I took it back to the old school. Yes. I, I put it on Twitter. I don't know if anybody saw it, but I started Legends of Zelda awesome this weekend and so um i started bioshock like a couple days ago and uh because i'd beaten mass effect 2 and i was like ah it's just i don't know what to start so i started bioshock and i was like uh like i kind of like it i don't know i like the jury's kind of still out for me and then when i came home uh i hadn't set up my ps3 again yet and i saw that on my little you know the wii whatever i had like 500 points and i was like oh that's worth a game and I was like, I never played Zelda, so I'm playing through Zelda, and it is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like, I don't know why I thought it was like this sit down for two hours and like beat it kind of thing. You know, you know how you could sit down and like play Super Mario Brothers, and if you've played it before, you can really beat it in like 15 minutes. Like, yeah. it doesn't take long yeah. to make it through all the way if you use the warps and everything like that. Well, I just figured Zelda was a story game and I just figured it was a little longer, but I didn't, I didn't realize that you could save your game and all this business and come back to it. So yeah, I'm working it on out and I'm feel like I'm walking around in circles half the time, but that's all right. It's long. And to be honest with you, I think if I went back to it this day, it'd be a little bit cryptic to me, the NES version. Right. Um, whereas the SNES version to me is still, you know, it's fully playable for you know, people playing in this, in this era, I guess. Yeah. And I think the the thing that I don't remember is like, you remember like when you were playing a video game, like we talked about last week with Bradley, there was a time in, especially in the eighties and the early nineties where everybody played 
video games, it felt like. If you were a kid, well, everybody played you Nintendo. Were, you were playing Nintendo. And so yeah. you could go to school and be like, yeah, I'm at this part and I don't know where to get to. And the camaraderie and the helping out each other through a game I don't mm-hmm. have right now with Zelda. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yep. man, where the freak am I supposed to go? And I'm like, I don't have <laughs> anybody I could just call up and be like, hey, you're playing Zelda too, right? And so I find myself... <laughs> On the internet, and I'm like looking stuff up, and I'm like, "What a loser!" I was like, "Gosh, it's an NES game," and I'm looking up stuff. But hey, man, you're old fun. school, and that's beautiful, man. Don't don't ever let your old school spirit die. <laughs> you should just buy a back catalog of of Nintendo Power and just like give it to yourself one a week, just so you can like go back through all those games. I can feel it. I can feel. It. I'll, I'll be I think like, the uh, second. I think the second one was Legend of Zelda. I think the second magazine, I don't remember. That's amazing. Anyway, it's an interesting game. It's it's interesting going through it and feeling like if I close my eyes at certain points, I feel like I'm playing Mike Tyson's punch out because the sounds are so similar. Oh, that's awesome. Like, with the talking <laughs> and everything like that. I'm like, gosh, this is this is like I'm like, oh my gosh, that's freaking coach in the in the corner. Um I know we talked about this before. But guys, please play The Walking Dead before before I left. No, I have to, man. I got to. Y- yeah, you yeah, have I really to. Man. Wish- it's so good. I just finished episode four. Uh, actually, when I couldn't sleep last night at one o'clock in the morning. Um, there you go. I. Uh, but the funny thing is, I downloaded episode four, and I guess I had a bug or something because it wiped out my gameplay. So what? I had to. I had to start episode one all over again. But man, no it, way. It, but what? honestly. It, I was happy to do it though. It was one of the things where, well, okay, I don't have my any saved data anywhere, so I'll just play it again. And I enjoyed it even more the second time, man. It's just so good. It's a good story. It's super easy, and you will probably be able to be caught up within, I would say, four hours of gameplay. You know, I beat the first two episodes already. Okay, so good. I just gotta, I just gotta do three and four, and yeah. then wait for five to come. out. I mean, out, but... I will give you the twenty dollars to to like get the <laughs> get the freaking pack and yeah. like. Get it all because I have, pass. yeah, I have the season pass. So whenever it comes out, I mean, it's just a great story. The decisions you make, you know, affect all, everything about it. It's just, it's really cool. I love it. I really want to play it. Like well, my sister and I, we game share, and she got the whole thing. And play, uh, play it, man. It's super easy. You'll love no, it. No, I, I want, I want to, but like I said, I was just holding out for inverted controls, and I guess they're never going to do that. So yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath on. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, that's just that sucks. Yeah, that's all. It, it does suck, but it's not that bad. I'm telling you, as an inverted guy, it's not that that bad. It's, it's bad, really not. It's not. It's, it's not screwing you bad. up when you go to play other games. No, 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 no. Because okay. it's so different. It's not like the shooting on there and and stuff like that. Like I didn't feel like it was so. It's not as fast paced as like if I were playing Call of Duty and had to play Call of Duty regular, I'd be right. jacked up because it's too fast. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, but, it, they give you a good like two to three second gap before like you actually need to yeah, shoot exactly. somebody. Like you can actually point everything over at the zombie head, like wait a little bit, have some coffee, then shoot them and you're good to go. You know? Yeah, exactly. It, it's not fast paced. And I know I've already said this. Why would they just not put it in there? It's so. It was probably so easy to put in, and it could probably be done in like fifteen minutes. Hey, call them up. That's a good question. Yeah, you should write. You and you and Tim's mom should write letters this week. Yeah, certified letters, baby. Certified letters. Certified mail. There you go. (laughs) Okay, router. Hit us with hit us with what came out on the thirtieth. Okay, so new releases today. Happy Assassin's Creed Three Day, everybody. Um, That's right. That's for the Wii U, PS3, PC, Xbox 360. Uh, other games, Need for Speed, Most Wanted, that's for PC, Vita, PS3, Xbox 360. Uh, WWE 13 for the Wii, Xbox 360, PS3, Toy Story Mania, that's always a good one, PS3 and Xbox. Toy Story? Yeah, right. Uh, huh. Z- Zone of the Enders HD Collection, PS3, Xbox 360, Soul Calibur 4, Tekken 6, PS3, Xbox 360. I used to love Soul Calibur. There oh you go. Gosh. So, I mean, it's a, it, it's out. I mean, this really does kick off the new release mega fourth quarter and, and Assassin's Creed three is, is kicking it all off for everybody. Yeah. It was the most, most pre-ordered game Ubisoft game ever. Ubisoft yeah, has never had a game sense. more pre-ordered than, than Assassin's Creed three. It looks amazing. 
But, you know, I looked at the pre-release charts, and for the week of October 20th, it's still, overall, Call of Duty's still whipping it. It's still whipping its Really? I mean... It's Call of Duty, man. Yeah, exactly. And Halo 4 is second. So, you know, Assassin's Creed came in right just under them, and then uh, Bioshock Infinite and uh, Hitman... Surprisingly, Hitman Absolution, another game I'm really looking forward to. I cannot wait. When is that? That's November... That's next week i think november 5th so uh, i can't I mean, wait for absolution i can't wait for black ops those two and i hate i hate paying full price for games yeah but i mean those two are probably gonna be ones because i've played all the hitmen and i freaking love black ops so yeah i'm looking forward to, i'm definitely looking forward to hitman i've never played any of the other ones but i you know i was watching you know their e3 coverage and just other coverage and yeah and, and this is the this is a quarter where unfortunately we're all gonna go broke because I'm not waiting for some of these games. I want to play these games now. Exactly. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm kind of ticked off because uh, I've seen that Newegg has been doing like $12 off pre-orders and stuff. So they've been doing like new games for 48 Really? And what? Yeah, but the only thing is, is we're in Tennessee, so we're paying tax on that. Of course. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. It's better than paying tax on full price. I meant to ask you guys. Well, yeah, no, but I never, I never buy games in the store. I always buy them from Amazon. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at Amazon too just to see and everybody's pretty much across the board the same price. But except for Best Buy was doing pre-orders with like a free $20 reward zone, I think. Yeah. And I don't know if they were doing that with AC3, but probably no. not. They don't need it. They don't it may need not it. Have. So you guys are kind of old school like me, right? You like to actually go and actually buy the jewel case with the artwork <laughs> and all that yes. stuff. No, yes. yeah, I, I don't like to own the games digitally <laughs> unless like it's too good you have to that's the thing i was looking at day one digital and and, you know looking on the playstation network and i'm like yeah it probably would be easier but it's the same price and what my my whole thing for me is just storage space i mean i only have 160 gigs and that can get eaten up really quickly oh yeah mine's all gone and i got 120 so yeah yeah so i'm like you know why wouldn't they make it cheaper though? That's what I I don't understand. It it should be it should be comparable to the music industry with iTunes. You know you pay a lot more for the the CD jewel, jewel case, case and the artwork and everything yeah. versus iTunes, which cuts it back a little bit and you get more of the digital rights. Why aren't they doing that for day one digital? If they want more people to go to digital, that's what they kind of have to do, and I think that's what they did with the Vita, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but like no one's playing it, the Vita. That's the problem. Digital, it's ten, well, if you buy it digital, I think it's ten percent off on the Vita. Yeah, you know, no, on everything. some stuff, if you buy it on the PS3, you get it on the Vita for free. Yeah, that's amazing, right there. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. But again, no one's playing the Vita, so it's kind of a moot <laughs> yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sadly, oh, can I make a point about that real fast? Yep. I, I, saw, I ran across something that was super interesting, and it tied right into what me and Hall were talking about last week with the. The iPad mini. Yes. So there's this uh, service called Flurry. They're a smart device analytics company. So they, you know, bring out all these numbers and everything for people to know. Anyway, they said 67% of all tablets, not just iPads, 67% of all tablets used in the U.S. is dedicated to gaming. Wow. 67%. I thought that was hugely high. That's, that's that's really high. Um, I thought that was, I thought that was, and I mean, the second place thing is not even close. So 67% of all tablets are used for gaming. 10% are used for social networking. That's second place. 10% social networking, 9% other entertainment. I'm guessing Netflix, Hulu, you know, that kind of stuff. And then another interesting fact to go along with that, 49% of people that own tablets are women. 49%. I was like, huh, that means there's a lot of girls that are gaming on these. And I I wonder what it is about the iPad and these tablets that changed what people thought about gaming. Maybe because it's not so serious. Maybe because more of a pick it up and do it real quick kind of thing. But I was like, man, that's 49% are women and 67% of all tablets are used for mainly gaming that makes complete sense to me i mean if you look at pop cap games like i'm not and i I don't i don't have the real data but i would venture to say that's the same percentage who you know play pop cap games for instance 
My right. wife doesn't play games, but she'll play Peggle. Right. You know, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And exactly. she'll, and she'll play Peggle on an iPad. So, yeah. right. I, and I think I mean, it's the strategy games that, that w- women are starting to love more. Like my, uh, my sister-in-law plays words with friends all the time. Like I'm always yeah. playing with her and yeah, like, that's another one. A lot of those strategy kind of type games that we all grew up with, like the Scrabbles of the bunch and the Tetrises. Like I think a, like Lauren still loves playing Tetris. She's playing Boggle right now and loves it. So I think it's right. a, it's not like, it's not like they're playing Call of Duty or anything on the the iPad or anything. These are just it, it's just more strategy games. It's not exactly. It's not action games or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, let's easy. face it. On the iPad, the casual game is the premier game, and yeah. you know, men are usually well. I don't want to say men are usually hardcore gamers because I don't know if that's a true statistic or not. But you know, it's like casual games. Uh, you know. Women are probably more attracted to casual games than men are. So, well, that's why the Wii worked. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That you makes know? perfect sense. That's because a very interesting like, point. I'll play that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, look how cute it is. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like this. It wasn't World of Warcraft, and and, and that could like probably that be a so perception serious. thing too. I think women look at a lot of the the commercials for all these games. They're like, oh, these are all like these are boy games. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. w- once they get into the iPad and they see that there's so many games available, I think it, it kind of changes it. That, that that's just one genre of games. And yes, it's more male driven than it is female driven, but yeah. um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that I think they, they start to gravitate toward these casual style games, but man, every you, game, every game that ends in Ville, they're like, Ooh, Cityville, <laughs> Farmville, Shoppingville. I'll play this. That is day. not sexist. <laughs> Not one bit. Not one bit. But but you've you've hit something that I think we're going to see a lot more of, and that's mobile gaming is I think going to really start to pick up more and more and more. Oh yeah. Well, you look at like the the. Have you guys ever looked at like the sales charts on like the iPhone App Store or the iPad App Store? You always see games that are like free, but then they have those in app purchases you know what i mean yeah yeah that that freemium model works oh yeah people start playing a free game and they're like oh well i can pay you know five dollars and i can you know pretty much save myself about 20 hours so i'll do it which is crazy i can't stand when games do that i can't stand it when they're like yeah. that's free that's and the you model see the, man yeah i know golly they're like oh if you want three stars you gotta pay 99 cents i'm like i'll just earn them it's, yeah. it's it's almost it's almost similar to the shareware model. I don't know if you guys oh yeah uh, played PC games back in the day, but I did. You, know, you get you get the first episode for free, and then you know it'd be like you know you want to unlock these other five, you know, pay us thirty bucks or something. You know, Steam, it's baby, just Steam. like a demo. It's exactly like a demo anyway, and I think it's more it's a demo for the common for the common gamer, and you know you know how we we will download. I know, Gabe, you and I both downloaded the Sleeping Dogs demo before just because we wanted to see it. Well, it's the same thing, and yeah. that's how they get it. And you're right. The model totally works because, you know, there's a couple games that I were I was playing. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to buy it. And it's less than $5 most of the time, so why not? Right. It's like it's a no-brainer versus the $57 I paid today for Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> see, children, I think, I think that kids benefit the most from it because the freemium model, you can still get everything out of the game it just takes a lot more time and the kids are like with pleasure yeah <laughs> they're like yeah sure. exactly why yeah. not <clears throat> yep exactly you hall. know it's summer vacation and i'm playing every day so right timothy hall yes you got something for us uh did you guys hear that disney bought lucas arts i did hear that and they're putting out yep. a new star wars movie episode that, seven that is that's crazy that's a bad bad idea I don't know. I think it could be cool, and I'm I'm a diehard fanboy of Star Wars, so they're they're targeted for the release in 2015. Dude, they paid 4.05 billion dollars for Lucasfilm. That's ridiculous. billion. Exactly. So actually, that's not as ridiculous when you realize that Facebook bought Instagram for a billion. Well, that's true. That kind of puts it in perspective. So Instagram is uh, one-fourth of LucasArts. Instagram is the Empire Strikes Back of LucasArts. (laughs) Exactly. Unbelievable. And when I heard about the Episode 7 thing, I was like, you know what? 
just do it because it's going to be better than one, two, and three. So why heck not? Yeah. Heck yeah. And they're, now they're saying that, uh, that will be followed by eight and nine. And what Disney wants to do is put out a feature film, uh, every two to three years if they can. Oh, yeah. See, God. I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't want them to go past a new trilogy unless they absolutely felt like they had to. Cause yeah. I think, I think the thing with Disney, not only the progression of technology, but also like how much money they have to put behind something like this. I think that they could make seven, eight, and nine and make them good enough for you to forget about one, two, and three and to just, you know, feel more vindicated. Because with one, two, and three, it was like, you know, that's really not a good place to leave this whole thing off on. You know what I mean? Oh, that was a bad taste <laughs> in your mouth. That was even though a- when I, even though when I saw three, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, it, it was okay, but. You know what's you funny? Know, like, like, I'm, eh. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Like, I'm fine with it. But does nobody remember that the acting in the first three weren't good? Like, the, the acting but, first off wasn't good. And then it was followed by bad acting. But now we're like, oh, these movies, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, man, the acting well, wasn't good first time around. It's nostalgia, but the story in four, five, and six is better. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Even, even with the acting <clears throat> being not Subpar. the greatest. Yeah. Even with that, the stories are way better. I tell you so, what. How in the world did Harrison Ford get out of there? Like you look at everybody else in that movie pretty much and you're like, nobody else made it out of this thing with like a career. Like Harrison Ford did two. I mean, that and Indiana Jones. I mean, those would have been hard characters to escape and he did it, man. Hats off to Harrison Ford. I think he's a freaking pimp. Yeah. He's he's pretty amazing. Who knows? Maybe everybody was else else was just like, you know, I got enough money. I'm done. (laughs) I can't imagine that's the case. I mean, that'd be me. George Lucas is sitting back going, I got all the money in the world. Now you guys can go run along and play with this. But I, well, I think, you know, he, he knew his time was, was coming. So he's just like, you know, I got to do something with this. But I, I'm surprised I, he didn't have somebody in line to like hand it down to, though. I think it's exciting, though, because he even said, he said, you know, I'm excited to kind of, he's like, I've always wanted to, you know, pass the baton on to other up and coming filmmakers. And this is my opportunity. So he took it. And for four point zero five billion dollars, I would too. And, <laughs> exactly. But but I'm actually kind of excited because you never know who's going to step up and be like, I'm doing episode seven. Can you imagine like a J.J. Abrams or you know somebody oh, somebody like that doing that a star like a, a Star that would Wars actually movie? be kind of cool. I think that'd yeah. be amazing. I think I, I'm kind of excited. I mean, shoot, get Christopher Nolan to like do a jacked up version of Star Wars or something. <laughs> I don't know. I like what J.J. Du- Abrams would be hung. By his toes, if he does Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point, man. They will crucify him. He could, he could never go to Comic Con again. No, no, are you kidding me? He'd be crucified. Yep, he would. You're that's absolutely hilarious. Right. But I'm, I don't know, man. I'm kind of excited. I think, it, I think it could be really cool. And I'm, uh, I think know. that, I think that Disney's not going to make the same mistakes that Lucas did. They're going to sure. make Seven, and they're going to make it not a kids' film. I think. It might, Ooh. and it'll be better acting. That's for dang sure. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I know that that's a bold statement, but they they have to. I mean, that's kind of what they did. If you think about it, with like Pirates of the Caribbean, they kind of stepped outside of that a little bit. Yeah, if they could do the same kind of thing with the next ver. Because if you think about when Episode One came out, that was a kids movie. Let's face it. Yeah, you know, and if you were older by then, you that. were just like, okay, well, there's this Jar Jar guy. He's annoying. Yeah, oh god! Nobody I, could, I could not stand that guy. I I wanted him to get just explode. I, I could not stand him, <laughs> dude. And there was a whole scene with tons of them. So you know, it was even yeah. worse. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then and then you know, Anakin. He was what like nine years old or something. Yeah. So it was it was more focused on his journey as a kid. So you know, it was a kids movie. And then with two, they made it a little bit more adult. And then with three, they you know pushed it. Because they knew by then that the kids that saw one, you know, were going to be adults soon. So they knew, you know, kind of push it up through there. I'm saying just start seven and don't and don't make it a kids film. Just start where you left six. I mean, because six kind of felt unfinished anyway, if you think about it. So, yeah, I think he always the wanted end, to the leave ending, the door The open. ending to six was kind of you know eh, meh. I got. I need to go back and watch the original three. You know, obviously four, five, and six, and just brush up because I'm like. I have some friends that are huge into it, and then I'm just kind of indifferent. I think that's why one, two, and three didn't suck that bad to me because I'm like, ah, I mean, you know, Star Wars. 
Well, of the of the original trilogy, I think <clears throat> six would be my least favorite. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It well, is what speak, it is. Speaking of movies that could be terrible but are happening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice Massive intro. Is Mass- that a new segment? Yeah, exactly. It should. That's be. a great segment. Mass Effect is getting a movie. Uh, it was getting a movie, and then they were like, "No, let's not do it." And then now they've got a new writer. And so I'm like, you know, and me, I just finished Mass Effect 2, about to dive into 3. And I'm like, I wouldn't. But that's okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, especially after seeing... I think seeing... they're all talk. What's that? I said, I think they're all talk. Yeah? Like, I don't think they're actually going to follow through with it. That's what I would have said if you would have told me 10 years ago they were going to make six Resident Evil movies. <laughs> I'd have been like, yeah. ah, get out of here. No, they're not. Yeah. And a Silent Hill sequel? They won't do another Silent Hill no, uh, it'll never happen. Never happen. And it happened, and it was awful. Yep, it did terrible at the box office, which I feel, I I feel bad for that because I don't I don't want you know, I don't want it to be like how it is with movies turning into video games where they're always terrible for the most part. Yeah, I don't want people to automatically assume that a video game turning into a movie is going to be bad. I will say this: I'm very much excited for Wreck It Ralph, which comes out this weekend. Wreck-It Ralph is going to be great. I think yeah. it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a true like gamers movie. And uh, I think uh, Chris Hartwick from The Nerdist, who I follow on YouTube and stuff, he saw it and he tweeted about it. He said, take everybody that you know and go see this movie. It is so much fun and you'll geek out over everything. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. That's I awesome. can't wait to see it. I want to see that. And it, it, that looks so good and it's original. And they've got so many cameos from other, you know, obviously other video games and stuff yeah. like that. So I can't wait to see that and just to see um, who pops up in there. I think that's going to be great. Yep. Be a lot of fun. I had I, I saw some sad news. I don't know if you guys um, are like me. When I was coming up, I watched a lot of G4 TV. Back in the day, it was called Tech TV. Oh, man. And, uh, and they're canceling one of my favorite shows. They're canceling X-Play. Yep. Uh, but I guess G4 is saying that they're taking a new direction and they want to be more like sophisticated male. So more reruns of Cops and Cheaters? Exactly. <laughs> I, oh, gosh, please, no. But th- I think they're going to like – they said that they're like in talks with Esquire and they want to be in talks with GQ and make it like I guess some kind of – what know. are they going to run like cologne ads the whole time? Like what? That doesn't <laughs> make old any spice sense. Commercials over yeah. and over again. I don't understand the direction at all. And I'm with you, Gabe. I, I, I was sad. I read that too. And I was going to mention that if nobody else did that, uh, you know, I, I love, I think Adam Sessler's the man. I think he knows his stuff and he's, yeah. he's been around the block for a while. I actually liked attack of the show too. When Kevin Pereira was on that dude yeah. knows his stuff. They all, did the smart thing. Adam got canned, but Kevin left back in May and attack of the show has never been the same. I mean, I used to DVR it and watch it. And, you know, I think I, I would watch it more for Kevin's insights. Cause he knows a lot about tech and right. now they just, you know, now they just, just have, um, you know, Sarah Underwood and, you know, was that, uh, was that the show Olivia Munn was on? Yes. Yes. And you know, I mean, she was, she was pretty good. She was a little annoying, but I always watched it more for Kevin because he, you know, they would, they used to actually be able to break more news and now they're really f- just following it. Like Candace Bailey is, was the new female host that replaced Olivia and it was Candace and, uh, Kevin for a while. When Kevin left, then it was just Candace and they've just been swapping hosts left and right. And Sarah Underwood goes yeah. in there and does the news and that kind of stuff. But it's not, it's not the same. And now what's funny is I'm, I'm getting a lot more news from other resources and then they're just following up. So it's definitely, it was, I think it was bound to happen sooner or later, Yeah. but I'm, I'm kind of bummed with X play too, because they, they did full on like walkthroughs of stuff. They really analyzed it. Yeah. I thought they did really good. And it was like, is, I mean, it's the only show I know of that's dedicated to that, that was on television. And so them and attack of the show are being canceled in December. And, uh, yeah, man, that was sad. I was like, ah, dang it. You know, I, and I don't even watch it all like that no more. Yeah. But just knowing, it, it just seemed like G4 kept moving further and further up in number. And so, like, you know, I used to have it on regular cable. Now I, like, feel like I don't have it and can't ever find it. But I'm sad that those are going. And you're not you're, missing yeah, anything. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not missing anything. And to be honest with you, after, uh, you know, it became G4, it's like, uh, I think I've watched X-Play, you know, here and there. But, like... 
I miss all the tech TV shows. Yeah, I do so. too. Yeah, Call for Help with Leo Laporte. Uh, yep. yep. Screensavers. Miss that. Screensavers. Yeah. Those shows used to be good. Yeah, so, that, so that's the thing, Gabe. You just need to get yourself like a Roku and just get the Twitch channel. Just have that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know, this right? This week in tech, yeah. But you know, that, you know what I was that's pretty much the evolution of tech TV, so that's that's for sure. That's the truth. I was gonna ask you guys this too. Um, I was thinking about that, what you, what you were just saying, like working in this, like, and you know, we all love games and Hall, I'll start with you. If you could choose a job to be, to be a part of video games, whether it's making, whatever it is, what aspect of video games would you want to be in? If you could just choose a job, sound design, sound design. Yeah. You I already do that as, stuff anyway. As far as like sound effects. And things like that are like, which way would you want to lean? Well, yeah, music. It's, it's, you you basically design the custom sound effects. So, like, let's take a game like Dead Space for example. None of those mm-hmm. creatures exist, so <laughs> they don't exactly. Yeah, so you can't. Well, it's thanks not for like ruining can... it for everyone. You didn't even give us a spoiler <laughs> alert. Wait, they don't. This is such a uh, this is such a layman explanation of this, but it you know it's like that. None of those creatures exist, so somebody's got to create the sound effects. I don't think. Too many people think about that at times, you know? I think about it all the time. I can't watch a movie without thinking about it. But it's probably because I'm in the industry a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you guys are both you guys are both in the in the audio slash music industry, so that makes absolutely perfect sense for you, Hall. And I would I would be honored to play a video game that you have mixed and or uh designed sound for. That'd be amazing. I'll let you know. Router, what about you? I would probably be part of the marketing team and do a lot of the web stuff. Yeah. Because if I'm excited about a game, like I think some game, some games, just today, Assassin's Creed Three was everywhere. So kudos to the marketing team. I mean, they were every. We already knew about it, right. but you know, I love, especially if it's a now if it's a video game that that sucks, then I wouldn't market it because then I'd just be like, this sucks. I don't want to market this at all. <laughs> but if but if you're passionate about a particular game, and you know, I would I just love to be able to. Find clever ways to to market it and be like this. You know, if you like this kind of game, here's the information that we have for you. Run with it and tell everybody about it, and and do a lot more of the web development side of it too. I think I would love that. I love that. I think I want to do voice. I want to be a voice of a character. Yeah, you had the I think voice that would for be it too, man. So much fun. And and my background's theater anyway, so I kind of came up acting, came up doing kids videos and stuff like that. If I could be the voice on a video game. I think that would be like the pinnacle for me. Of course, I'd probably end up being on one that was really lame, like Shinmu, and end up sounding terrible. But but if I could choose a job, I think that would that would be the one. Yeah, and you could do that. You could do that from Nashville. So, dude, yeah, you got the voice for it, man. You can totally do it. You'd be like, "Hey, baby, I got this gun here. I'm just gonna blow your head off." <laughs> okay, I'm what kind of game is that? Yeah, I don't know. I just made what that one up. So. Yeah. I know, right? Is that, is that the beginning of Assassin's Creed 3? They've taken a left turn. Yeah. <laughs> we did a couple exercises similar to that when I was in college because I had a uh, a game audio class. So, And we always had to do all our own acting. So we did like um, Call of Duty games and um, RPGs and stuff, and we would have to do the voice acting. Dude, I would love to do that just messing around, I think. I mean, oh, yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Grand so. Theft Auto is coming it. out in spring of 2013, so you know what I'm saying. If y'all need somebody, holler at your boy. I'll be like, yeah. And another <laughs> thing about that is, <laughs> I need you to go down to the spot and grab my stuff. How does that sound? Is that okay? <laughs> That's perfect. Dude, I will say, <laughs> I think you would be in a Saints Row game. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Gabe. I think I think the character in Walking Dead, Lee, sounds a lot like you, actually. I actually really like his voice. He's got like I do too. He's got a depth to it though. I don't have like he actually sounds like an old black man. Like I can only pretend to sound like an old black man. I think you've got it, man. I I I swear. Like sometimes when some of the things he says, I can be like, man, I could totally see Gabe saying that. Yeah, go get my gun and stuff. (laughs) 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 I want to. I want to just do that voice the whole time. That's whatever video game we put together, nobody's going to buy. I don't, in fact, exactly. Uh, it's like, it's, 
Based on what we've all said, it's going to be like, wow, this game sucks. <laughs> and there's going to be creature sounds just coming out of humans, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Tim, Tim, all the gun sounds would be like, pitchew, pitchew, pitchew. <laughs> no, I had to do an assignment with gun sounds, and every gun was five gun sounds layered on top of each other. So I think I could, I could handle that one. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I that's love awesome. that, man. We should, we should make a trailer for a game. Just do a trailer, uh, like a minute and, and ten second trailer, and see if we could pull something together. It'd be the freaking Married to the Games uh, video game awesome. trailer. Married to the Games uh, game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be like rated M for mature and maternity. <laughs> sort of. Kinda. We got kids. Matri- matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it, Hall. Nice. Uh, that's amazing. No, All right. We're on. We're good. Man, I only had I only had one more thing. If you guys are about ready to get out of here, do it. Do no, it. Hit it. Um, what was your guys' favorite like Halloween themed game or Hallow like scary game? Like, you guys have one. Shoot, like I've said before, I'm old and skittish, but I think I'll never forget playing that very first Resident Evil. I remember being over to Buddy's house and watching it, like, it, and me and. It was a friend of mine's little brother, actually, and we would take turns playing through the game, and there was five of us huddled up on the couch playing through the first Resident Evil, and I, I think I'll never forget that. It's a it's a memory, it's a super fond memory of gaming back in the day, so that's that's my only scary one I think I've ever really played. I haven't played enough games to even know that, but I will say I think from what I saw before, uh, before I really got it, into it, I thought Dead Space 2 was scary as hell, man. Mm. <laughs> that was freaky. I mean, because all like the... Yeah, I agree. I mean, it looks nuts. I played through the demo and... Wow, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watched... I, and that was one of the ones... This is even before I had a, a PS3. Like, I actually... Because I, I subscribed to a couple uh, video gamers to do all the gameplay. I watched the entire gameplay, gameplay of this guy for, De- for Dead Space 2. Because oh, I was wow. just... I was like... A, I was freaked out because it was super scary, but it was also really cool. And I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. But that that game scares me. <laughs> what about you, Hall? I'm kind of with you, Gabe, on Resident Evil 1 because I'll never really forget, like, how the first game affected me, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. it was the first time that I had played a game that not only did jump scares, but they were also, like, you know, just make – it was so dark and eerie that it was like, you know – it, it you didn't want to play it at night and stuff like right. that. You know what I mean? Man, you know what's another one that I thought it was and, kind of it's scary. I mean, if you were playing it on with like a group of people, you know that was different. But also too, you know, when they had those sections with the voice acting, that kind of just took you out of everything because the acting was amazingly bad. So, <laughs> it was like a B movie in game form, but it had enough scary elements. Man, I'll tell you another one. Um, Alan Wake. Yes. I thought it was pretty freaking spooky. Yeah, we, we played through that a little bit in, uh, game audio class, man. Yeah, that was Oh my nuts. gosh. I played that on the road because, uh, I forgot to bring my PS3 and there was an Xbox on the bus. And I was like, I'm going to go buy Alan Wake and try it because it looks amazing. That game is scary as all get out. I don't care what nobody says, man. And yeah. just the sound, like you're saying, the sound design on that game and just the yeah. way they would go in and out of the nightmare thing. Holy crap. I remember playing that Joker in the middle of the day. Like, I'm good. Middle of the day, I'm good. Yep. The, the, I love the lighting effects on that game too, because it was it was all about shadow and flashlight, and you know, just yeah, it, it's really cool. I I love that style of game. Exactly. I think Alan Wake was like the perfect evolution of that that genre. You know what I mean? Like the kind of the survival horror, but still kind of mixing in gunplay. You know exactly. What I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was it was. Oh, I just remember uh, playing through that for class, and it was nuts. Yeah, that was the only class <laughs> yeah. that. It, it's crazy to talk about that, you know, a class where you play through video games. But that's, that's the bomb that's digging what we right did. there. I would love that class. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. All right, well, let's get up out of here, y'all. Guys, I'm excited for you guys to come on over for our little Halloween party. We'll, we'll all get together. I have so much candy left over from Pumpkin Fest and everything, so be ready, and we're all going to get sugar high, and we can <laughs> play some video games together. And, and... I like is it. Is Piper going to be a ghost? or? Yes. Yeah, is Piper – I think uh, Amara is going to be a ballerina. 
Something awesome. scary like that. Scary oh, on that's, a whole different that's level. So scary, dude. Yeah, that's spooky. Pink is scary. <laughs> Lauren um, is doing the big reveal for Piper tomorrow, so you'll just have to find out. That's awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, um, it'll be great. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh Married to the Games, 007 in the bag. We're keeping it moving. I love it. Uh, check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Go to our website, marriedtothegames.com. There's links to everything. I'm going to post up this thing I saw on some website. It was like the 50 greatest gaming pumpkins. So y'all check for that. I don't know what it's about. but <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> for Timothy Hall. So what's Tim- next month is going to be the 60 greatest gaming turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Or pilgrims, the 50 either one. Greatest pilgrim, the Indian fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for Timothy Hall. Don't for forget to review us on iTunes. Oh, yes. yeah. Review us on iTunes. Five and tell stars. us your favorite Halloween video game. Uh, email us at mailbag at marriedtothegames.com as well. I like it. I like it a lot. We about this thing. Peace. <laughs>